Resuming. Weird. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynatherms connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... gentlemen and knights of the nerd world order this is the nerd world order broadcast i'm the man that you call dukes and to my right it's all about the and Hello, to my other, other right weighing in at 178 adamantium pounds alfonso x-man flores we are homo superior well i'm glad we're superior <laughs> uh yeah and to my other right Weighing in, no, you know what? It's all about the booyah. What's up? It's your boy Joe, baby. That's right, ladies, gentlemen, and knights. Despite the technical difficulties, we are going to be discussing the one and only Jean Claude Van Damme. You know, Jean Claude Van Damme actually just uh recently for the first time uh became part of the Mortal Kombat franchise, which yeah. is you know pretty dark cool. So, you know, we were talking about topics and Alfonso mentioned one of the JCVD movies and I said, dang, JCVD is coming up in the world. Maybe, just maybe, the three of us should pick our top JCVD movies and go ahead and talk about it. I'm sure with the Nerd World Order today. So today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite actors that is not Melissa McCarthy, Jean-Claude Van Damme. So, Alfonso X-Man Flores, uh, initially, what's your overall thought with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? Dude, Jean-Claude Van Damme, from like day one, was just like, it, it was all about him. I'm like, whoa, well, this is the next big action star. You know, I grew up at a time where, you know, he just like burst onto the scene and everybody wanted to see him and super stoked about him. You know, I know he had some problems lately, he kind of disappeared, became a little more minuscule. And then, you know, came back with the Expendables. I guess he had some drug problems, but he's uh, he's back in the action. Sly Stallone saved him, and he's ready to go. Wow. Alfonso out here just spilling the tea on JCVD. Dang. Okay, Alfonso, you know, spilling dirt. It's all good. I didn't realize that this was uh, this type of show, but that's okay. That's okay. Joe, uh, what, what was your initial relationship with Jean-Claude Van Damme? Um, I thought he was dope when the first time I saw him, no retreat, no surrender, because it was kind of cool because his kid got trained by Bruce Lee's ghost, and his dad's dojo was getting harassed by Von Dom, and he was dope. And then you know I saw, of course, some Bloodsport, and then after Bloodsport, it's a wrap because it was basically just him and like Steven Seagal, like those were the top two. After it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, Stallone, so it was those two going back and forth with the like what. Early 90s, I think it was. Yeah, definitely early 90s. And the thing about it is, I remember being introduced as JCVD in, I want to say it was Kickboxer. And the thing about it, I hadn't seen Bloodsport yet, but everyone was always talking about, oh, Bloodsport, Bloodsport, but I hadn't seen it. And then I saw Kickboxer and I was like, whoa, this guy is pretty cool. 
little did I know uh, you can't actually kick people three times within one second. But hey, it was pretty cool. I, I seriously thought that was real. I thought JCVD was able to kick people three times in one second. But, you know, I, I learned later that that is not something that a martial artist can actually do. Like I said, ladies, gentlemen, and knights, we all picked three movies that we're going to talk about today as far as our favorites. Alfonso Westman Flores, why don't you get us started with your one of your favorite Jean-Claude Van Damme movies? Um, yeah, uh, one of my favorite Jean-Claude Van Damme movies is like, of course, <laughs> is um, No Retreat, No Surrender. Joe just actually talked about it right now. Uh, this movie, it was you know his biggest introduction into movies and not his first because he was in Breaking. Oh, he was uh, he was a dancer in the background in one of the scenes on the streets. But in No Re No Retreat, No Surrender, he was actually got it started as the big bad, right? Actually, he was a heavy for the big bad. Um, there was this uh, karate instructor who had his dojo, and these uh, these guys were kind of trying to move in on that territory, and uh, they were trying to buy him out, not buy him out, but force him out. And they brought in Van Dam because he's like, "Oh, you're a big karate guy," so and he's like, "No, I don't want to fight you. That's not what karate's for." And then uh, so this one, <laughs> it was cool. They had this one guy who's the first enforcer you know, started fighting with the dad and the dad kind of got the upper hand. Next thing you know, Van Damme, just like the guy gets, you know, kicked in the stomach, bends over Van Damme, jumps over him, kicks, kicks the dad in the face, beats the crap out of him. The kid walks in and he tries to get started. Van Damme puts him in a wrist lock and he's like, <laughs> so these people, they ended up moving to Seattle to try to start over. Right. And, you know, he gets involved with another karate school and apparently like there's, you know, all the same stuff going on the same guys trying to move in on their territory. And, the kid kind of steps back from his martial arts school because he wasn't as good as everybody else. And he gets trained by the ghost of Bruce Lee. So at the end, when Van Damme is finally fighting the main guy from that studio and he's whooping him down and he's like cheating and he's like hurting the guy kid jumps over the ropes. Uh, his name was Jason Stillwell jumps over the ropes and just starts beating the crap out of Van Damme and Van Damme. One of the best quotes from the movie besides the no retreat, no surrender was when, um, when <laughs> Ivan, his name was Ivan something or other. Oh, Krasinski. He goes, you're good. And he goes, I get better. <laughs> and he whoops him down. So, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I mean, I can see Joe has a lot of good memories of that movie as well. Have you seen that one, Dukes? I did see the movie. I saw it on, I believe, the form of media was VHS. Yeah. So, yeah. And I actually worked in the video store that I believe I rented the movie from. And for me, it was like a new discovery because you guys probably saw it in the theater on HBO because that's where the rich kids saw movies. I didn't. I had to wait till I could earn my own money and then watch it on uh, VHS. But I don't remember that movie. And I, I'm going to be saying this a lot through the movie, <laughs> th through us talking about this, because I'm like ghost of bruce lee yeah i thought it i thought the movie was like he one group was the americans and the other group was like they weren't the russians but they were kind of the russians i, I know what you're thinking you're thinking best of the best which does not have john claude van damme nope <laughs> wow I feel like it's the Mandela effect right now. Yeah. Like, like if you were to tell me that that was the wait, is Eric Roberts in yes, and um, Penn Chris Penn's in that. Eric Roberts and Chris Penn. 
and Tommy Lee are in No Retreat, No Surrender. And their coach, James Earl Jones. So that's No Retreat, No Surrender. Right. See, seriously, coach, man. Coach is gonna no, tell. That, that was that was best of the best. Oh, that was best of the best. I'm sorry. That was the that's best what I was best. talking about. That was best. Okay, of the best. well, Mandela effect in full effect. That's not the movie I remember. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys very much for letting me know my memory is that bad, even though I watched it on VHS long ago. I do not remember that movie the same way that you guys do. Like, if you were to tell me that Bruce Lee's ghost was in that movie, I'd be like, ha, joking. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I found while looking through this and like, you know, because I was like, what do I remember about this movie? I love this movie. Well, I started doing some research on it and then I'm like, oh man, all the Jean-Claude Van Damme movies, they all spin together. <laughs> I was like, no, that's from that movie. No, this is from that movie. Okay. Well, since my memory is bad, I'm going to talk about uh, what I ranked as like my number three. And I just love this movie. And because my memory is bad, I picked something that recently came out. So for me, nice. The Expendables. Because in The Expendables, I felt like Jean-Claude Van Damme was a really cheesy villain. But the way that he killed uh, Chris Hemsworth's brother, that was just cool. You know, like the dude held the knife up and he kicked the knife and it went into his chest. I was like, nah, that's cool. That's different. No one's ever done that before. But then later on, I thought when he fought Sylvester Stallone, I was like, man, Sylvester Stallone has a contract like The Rock where like he he doesn't even look like he's going to lose in a fight ever. You know, even when it looks like he should lose, he doesn't look like he's going to lose. So I thought he was just a cool villain. And I like that his name was Villain. It's like, I don't want to forget my line. I don't want to forget who I am. What can we name my character? Villain. Ah, but what about my accent? Villain. So for me, that that's definitely coming in in the tops for me is uh, Expendables. Joe, what's your number three? Um, With Von Damme movies, it doesn't matter. Like, I think they all go <laughs> three but i'm gonna go with like uh the number three for me was double team i do not remember what the movie was about i just know it had dennis rodman he had green hair that was pretty cool and that's all i know about the movie that's all i remember hmm. okay okay alfonso what's your next movie okay my next movie is lionheart all right Th this one this one's good we got we got french foreign legion um soldier gone AWOL to go home to go back home to raise his brother his dead brother's son but when he gets to America he finds that he can't make money because he's he's a deserter and and you know he's like basically a criminal so he finds that he finds an underground fight club and you know you find this guy who who's like uh he's you know hyping him up he, he becomes his hype man slash manager right and he's like you stick with me, kid. And I'm going to show you all the different places where we can fight. We get better fights and better fights. Because he's just whooping people down left and right, just making a joke out of him, right? And then uh, his name is Lion. <laughs> his actual name is Lion. So the uh, the the manager guy decides that he's going to call him Lionheart because he's you know, trying to be all WWE. He's like, give it up for Lionheart. And um, so they eventually, you know, they just kind of work their way up the circuit. But, of course, it's a corrupt circuit, you know. You got one guy in charge and he's starting to fix fights and you know, Van Damme's like 
he'll he'll get some extra money if he fixes the final fight, but he's not gonna he's not gonna lose on purpose, right? So you know he ends up beating the bad guy. There was a really cool fight scene. I remember the one that stands out the most is uh, they were in a swimming pool that had been drained, and there was a little bit of water at the very bottom, like there always is. And there was a part where he got kind of you know he takes a guy and he's kind of starting to drown him, uh, and yeah, he had like a speedo slinglet on. Yeah, that was that was an interesting one. But uh, that movie, that movie was a lot of fun. I just, it's funny because he plays this French Foreign Legion um, deserter, but he's also in the movie Legionnaire. So I'm like, wait, was he the same character? So I actually had to go back online and research that different character. There are more than one Legionnaires. I got many questions. First question is, was his promoter slash trainer an old black guy? He was an old black guy. Okay. Okay. I feel like uh... it's coming back to you. Yeah, it's also, I mean, during the 90s, it felt like every martial artist was being trained by an old black guy. <laughs> so I just remember him lying down going, lying on. <laughs> okay, so another question, because I don't remember the movie this well, but this is also another 90s cliche, so I'm assuming it happened. Did the bad guy at some point kidnap either his sister-in-law or the kid to get him to throw the fight. Yes. Oh man, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, John Claude Van Damme. It's like all these movies, and we loved them. We loved yeah. these movies. Oh, ate them up. Yeah. Same story. <laughs> uh so was his name Lion or was it actually Leon? Well, it's spelled L-Y-O-N in the in the um IMDB. It was Lion Galtier. So you know what? Because he's French, it was probably Leon Galtier. So yeah, Leon. Leon. You mean Lion? Lion Heart. Boom. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I remember watching that one in the theater, but I wouldn't have actually like it. Wouldn't have clicked if you didn't mm -hmm. bring it back to me, Alfonso. I painted mean, the picture. <laughs> you know what's picture. crazy is. Yeah. So entertaining when you watch them, but you don't remember them. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> bits and pieces start to come back, dude. That's a, you know, it's entertaining while you're watching it, but you tend to forget about what they're about. Yeah, well, it's hilarious because you brought up what was yours? Double team, yeah, double team with, with Rodman, and but he also had double impact where he played Van yep. Dam and Van Dam. So yeah. I was like, wait a minute, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah, because they were long lost trends, but then I can't remember, did the parents get murdered? Yeah. And they got separated, right? And then yeah. he found them. And then I just remember that one boat scene where he thought his, he was imagining his brother was cheating on him with his girlfriend. <laughs> one had a you fish, know, one like, had a gun. And I think it was just to have a sex scene, like on the boat. <laughs> That's what I can think of, dude. Because I felt like every Von Damme movie in the 90s had to have one sex scene with a guy. I think it was in his contract. Yeah. 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 It's You're right. Because I... Uh... I was watching Time Cop to see if mm -hmm. I actually remember the movie. And there's just one random sex scene <laughs> that's covered up by a candle. And then yeah. there's this other sex scene where it's like this guy is virtually doing his thing mm -hmm. at work. <laughs> it's like, why is this even in here? But now that Joe's like, because it's in the contract. <laughs> That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. 
So like I said, guys, one of the movies that I added to my list was actually Time Cop, which I... Anyway, so one of the movies that I watched today was Time Cop. There it is. Uh, one of the movies that I watched was Time Cop, or you know, I wanted to talk about was Time Cop because I could be wrong. I might be wrong, but I feel like Time Cop was JCVD's only attempt at science fiction. You could say Cyborg. You could mm -hmm. say Universal Soldiers. Um, I'd love to hear you guys debate about that. Yeah. But to me, I felt like the time travel and the the scientific element and the messing up the timelines. I felt like that movie just appealed to me on like a sci-fi nerd level because the plot was so intricate as far as, you know, going back in time and stuff like that. But then there's this one scene at the end and I guess there will be spoilers because if you ain't seen it 30 years by now, you're probably not going to watch it. But at the end of the movie, Jean-Claude Van Damme defeats the villain by basically causing him to merge with his future self. And I'm like, that was never really discussed in the movie. And it was just like, it makes sense according to like, oh, two, two like matters cannot occupy the same space at the same time, blah, blah. Yeah, that's like a science fiction trope. But bro, you got to drop that somewhere in the movie. So like, you know, a little whatever year old me, Alan wouldn't be like, what's that about? What's that about? Oh, that's that that's that thing that I saw in Star Trek because he didn't talk about it in Time Cop. It just popped out of nowhere. But overall, the I don't know. As I watched the movie, I'm like, this is cool. But it would be like if future me went up to my wife and I was like, hey, it's me. She wouldn't be like, who the hell are you? She'd be like, damn, you got old, son. And I felt like <laughs> like his wife was so confused when he comes up and she's like, who are you? And he's like, it's me from the future 10 years later. And she's like, but who are you? It's me. I look exactly the same, but with more wrinkles and a better mullet. That's the only difference, my bro. So the movie was dope, but just some elements of it were like a little bit too silly. So I don't remember this movie a lot. So if you can remind me, did, did they have a lot of futuristic weapons where lasers or just more advanced bullet guns? It was more advanced bullet guns that occasionally shot lasers, but like for some reason, the lasers would run out. Like there was a scene where someone was shooting at him. It was his ex partner who went to the future to make a billion dollars in the stock market back in like the 20s. And he like shot it in three times. And then without explanation, the gun just wouldn't work anymore. And I was like, why is that? Like, this guy is apparently a time cop and he's been using this gun forever. He shot at old boy three times. The gun stopped working. And then he looked at it like, damn, I don't know how to use this. So it's, uh, it's an interesting. Yes. Yes. They had space guns, but they were crappy space guns that for some reason would stop working after three shots. I think back then, like when we were young watching those movies, they didn't care. And none of us would revisit and be like, why did they do that? That doesn't make sense. It was more strictly for like entertainment, you know. So like things that happened in those movies, we didn't, we weren't so um, hypocritical about it. Like that doesn't make sense. Uh, why did they do that? We just watched it and walked, you know, for the intent of entertainment value, and walked away and said, "Oh, that's pretty good." Yeah, th there was no internet for us to stand on a soapbox and be like, "Hey, uh, you know, 
you know, you violated uh, rule 32 of Asimov's robotic, you know, whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody, there was nothing came in check. It was just, these were all one big long running Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. It was like same movie, same guy, same movie. And it's just like, he's what's he into this week. It was like a, a TV series where he gets into a different, you know, uh, hijinks one week to the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're so right about that, man. And I think that's why I liked him so much in Expendables because he was in it and he had a prominent role, but he wasn't that same character. Like it wasn't the same movie. I understand he wasn't the star of the movie, but at least he was a little bit different. So that was cool. But you're right. It's like he probably just had a team of people that were like, okay, let's remove this element, put this element in, change this, and boom, we're ready to go. So, Joe, uh, what is your next movie? Um, Universal Soldiers. Ooh. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. I thought that was pretty good because it had Jean Von Bomb and Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> like, because Dolph Lundgren did his, you know, he's from Rocky Four. Like, he was doing his own movies and stuff. So, it was kind of cool to see them both together. I remember there at one point I wanted to see Steven Seagal and like Von Dom eventually be in a movie together. It would have been nice to have been Expendables because, you know, he tends to get all those old actors and put them together in one movie. Uh, but it was pretty good. I, I do remember somewhat about that movie. They're both like in, I want to say, was it Vietnam or maybe it was a war? Um, his commanding leader went crazy, started killing a bunch of people, and the rest of the soldiers were like pilveraging. I said that right. Villages Pillaging. and yeah, and you know, raping women and killing people. And I, I remember Dolph Lundgren would kill people's ears and wear them as necklaces. Uh, they end up fighting them, dying, and the government, of course, picks them up and rehances their bodies. And they create like universal soldiers that the government can use to go take down terrorists and stuff like that. And eventually, Von Dom gets his memory back, and he starts to remember what had happened and what led him to that point. Very entertaining. That's from what I remember from the movie. That one I actually remember. Some of them I can remember like, oh yeah, that's right. When we started thinking about it. And then the other thing, it has Rodman in it. It's pretty good. My recollection of Double Team, jumping back just a little bit, is Rodman was barely in it. I want to say he mm -hmm. was there for like the last 30 minutes. I'm going to watch it after this just to be yeah. sure. Probably fast Favorite. forward, but yeah. I, I think, think it was correct. Yeah. But Universal Soldiers, once again, I feel like I didn't watch that movie. Mm -hmm. I thought it was set in the future. Yeah. So now Joe's talking about it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's a different movie. Yeah. I loved Universal Soldiers when it came out, but I can't remember it now. And if you think about it, it doesn't follow that Jean-Claude Van Damme format, where it's just yeah. like he's off. He's He's got to do this thing to save someone. It's different. It's definitely a good element, so I like it. Now, have you guys ever heard that the movie Cyborg with Kurt Russell is the prequel to that movie? No. Yeah, I've read that somewhere, which was like, but how? But yeah, and it's it's supposed to be set in the same universe, and that's like the prequel to that movie, which is really weird. The cool thing about this movie, other than other cool things about this movie, is there's so many sequels. Like, there's so many sequels on this movie. Even Bill Goldberg got in on the action. And then they had one where Dolph 
and Van Dam come back because they both needed that social security extra money from the social security yep. checks. It's called return. <laughs> they returned and oh yeah, return. <laughs> wow. But that's cool though. You know, that's another one of those things I'm doing research. I'm like, I'm gonna check that out. I know I saw the Bill Goldberg one, but I'm gonna check out the return because I didn't realize that had happened. Because this one also with Michael J. Wright in then too. Ooh, really? Mm -hmm. Universal Soldier with Michael J. White? Mm -hmm. Wow. I wonder how many there are because I did not realize Michael J. Because Michael J. White is like one of the few actors that are like legitimate martial artists. So I would imagine that his movie is probably a lot more solid than the other ones. Yeah, he's... um. That dude's legit, bro. Like, who was he? I think I saw an interview with, um, was it Joe Rogan talking about him and Kimbo Slice? He was doing a movie with Kimbo Slice, and he was like, try to hit me. And then he hit him. He's like, and then he did something where he was like, try to hit me now. And the way he moved, like, because he goes, he goes, block this hit. And he'd go like this, and he'd move it. And then he goes, okay, now do it again. And he just goes like this, and he hits the hand. And they're like, what the heck? And he's just talking about how, like, I don't know, speed or something like that dictates of like how you can hit someone. I thought it was pretty cool. But the one thing Michael J. White says is one of the best spinning roundhouses he's ever seen was Joe Rogan. Wow. I thought you were going to finish that by saying Jean-Claude Van Damme, and you said Joe Rogan. Wow. No, okay. Joe, Joe Rogan's spinning back kick is ridiculously good. I mean, he he trained in Taekwondo when he was young, you know, went to tournaments, won a lot of tournaments. His spin, spinning back kick, they've they've measured it and they have, I don't believe they've found somebody who can kick harder. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. So Alfonso, what is your next movie? My next movie is Kickboxer. All right. We've got Kurt Sloan. <laughs> he gets in, he has to learn how to muay thai kickbox because his brother was paralyzed in a fight with the uh the antagonist of this movie tong po right tong po fights his brother paralyzes him so van dan has to get revenge right so he goes to thailand he's like trying to learn nobody wants to train him and he finally finds this guy not an old black guy though surprisingly he finds this guy to train him right and he puts him through all these rigorous you know, it, it wasn't Mr. Miyagi, wax the car, paint the fence. No, no, no. Kick this banana tree. Kick the tree. Oh, my leg, it hurts. Kick it again. Kick. He, dude, he was kicking that tree and, like, tearing his shins up, both legs. And finally, as, you know, the montage grows and grows, he eventually kicks it over. Man, this guy tied Van Damme up by the hands, by the wrist and the ankles, and he just put him the levers and pulleys. And he pulled them and he stretched them apart. Like as far as you, man, actually that'd feel pretty good right about now. I could use that with my back. Just stretch, stretch. Like he was in the splits and he would just, and he tied them up and he just left them there for like a day, I think. Um, what else did he do? He, uh, oh, he would climb up on top of a tree and he dropped coconuts on his, on his abs to try to strengthen them up. So that way the kicks didn't hurt. <laughs> this old man was crazy, dude. But he, he taught him how to fight. And finally, you know, he went in and he, he went down and he tore him up, dude. Oh, don't forget. Don't forget, dude. This movie had that best Jean-Claude Van Damme dance scene that they made a gif out of. Yeah. You know, the white boy clap and spin. 
I have so many questions, Alfonso. Hit it. Now, I often get confused between one of the characters in Bloodsport and one of the characters in Kickboxer. Who's the crazy old black guy with the bazooka? Dude. Which one I is that? Know. I think you're thinking of American Ninja. <laughs> no, you got to help me out, Joe. There's an old black guy. It's American Ninja. I think it's American Ninja. <laughs> no, it's Ninja. not. Yes, no, it it's is. not. There's an old black guy. Like, okay. Can he so fight? They're in a bar. No, uh -huh. they're in a bar. And there's like a fight or something. And Jean-Claude Van Damme is losing. And then the old black guy comes out with a bazooka and blows the place up. Like, wasn't he the one who introduced the old Asian guy to Jean-Claude Van Damme? That, that could have been kickboxer, but, you know, Van Damme, he was he was in the military and he had to escape. And he's got these two FBI agents chasing him the whole time so that he can get in this fight. And he finds a guy from Revenge of the Nerds, like Joe said. Um, I don't want to get too much into it because we're going to talk about it later. But, yeah, there was, there was no black guy with a bazooka. I'm fairly sure that was... Then it was kickboxer. American it was definitely Ninja. kickboxer. So once again, he's aided by an old black guy. I guarantee I'm gonna look up the cast and I don't IMDb. think I I'm looking at the cast right now. I don't see no big black dude, bro. No, it's an old black dude. It's an old black guy. No, I don't see okay. an old black dude with either. a bazooka. With a bazooka, I don't see that. Uh, are you, I'm gonna are find you thinking it. of are you thinking of this guy right here? Let me see. Are you thinking of this guy? No, that's Richard oh, okay. Roundtree, my dude. Is that Richard Roundtree? Yeah, could be. That's Steve James. No, because remember Kickboxer? I think he goes. It was wasn't it raining? He said he wanted to get trained. I think that's how he found the trainer. Karate. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up before the end of the episode. I'm gonna have an answer. <laughs> Bazooka. <laughs> yeah. I just remember like me and Cream. I think me and Cream saw it in the movies. Dude, I want to say. And I just, I just remember like his brother was like the champ, right? And he was just, ha, 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 ha. it's okay, man. I'm the champ. I'm the champ, kid. Ha, ha, ha. And then, and then like, like, cause Van Damme couldn't fight. So he was just like, you know, like that was like his big brother. And I just remember Von, Von Damme walking by and seeing Tom Boy. He was like hitting that wooden pole or that wooden um, pole. He's like, bam. And then he kind of looked at him and, and Tom Paul just kind of looked at him and he gave him that look and he kicked it again. And then he went to go tell his brother, he's like, Hey, you need to call the fight. He's like, nah, man, I'm the champ. And he's like, bro, he's kicking a pole. That's okay. I'm the champ, kid. I'm the champ, kid. Just came up, just came up back. I just remember he went there and he got his ass kicked, dude. Uh, the so look funny. on Duke's face, dude. He's like. Huh? Because <laughs> you don't remember that scene, but he swears he saw a big no, black dude walking no, with the bazooka. No, I do remember that like a... scene. Because he was kicking the pillar and the yeah. like the the cement, like the yeah. was coming out of the pillar. Yeah, I mm -hmm. remember that scene. Now I'm actually over here doing research. I'm like, nah, I'm a boxer. I'm gonna find it before the episode ends, but I can't find it because like, there is. No you type in dude. old black guy kickboxer, and J Michael Jai White actually comes up. So yeah. Well, I'm he's in, on it. What was it? Well, he is in Universal Studios or Universal Soldier Return. Michael J. White. Says yeah. That. Yeah. But I have to say that was like I said, that was my first introduction to Jean-Claude Van Damme. And to me, that movie was just like it was just incredible. I was like, wow, this guy is like the best martial artist in the world. 
Yeah, see, Alfonso found him. Okay, what, it's kickboxing. Kick yeah, boxing. see, see, I told you it is kids watch. I found the old man. Yeah, <laughs> my uh-huh. bad. And there's a there's a scene where someone's being held captive. That's right. What happened was Tung Po once again uh, is holding Jean Claude Van Damme's <laughs> romantic interests captive mm-hmm. in a like a bar or something, and the old black guy yeah. comes in with a bazooka. And blows mm-hmm. up the place and, and rescues her. And then at the end of the movie, Jean-Claude Van Damme sees her and he's like, oh, I can fight now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, yeah see? Know, you know what threw it off? You said big buff black guy. Oh. oh. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Boy, sorry, my, boy, my boy's looking at looking like uh, Steve Howard. Shout out, Steve. <laughs> no shout outs to Steve. <laughs> Okay, so uh, yeah, but like I said, and then remember when they had to fight with the glass on? It's yeah. like that movie just found ways to like elevate to levels of ridiculousness, you know. But it was mm-hmm. cool. It's like, oh, now they're gonna fight with glass, but it was just like one grazing blow that you know got hit with the glass. Did he get blinded in that movie too? At the end. He got blinded. Or was I, it just- I think so, man. <laughs> I just remember he used to always, he'd always like kick and do a pose and then go, ah. Every time we did a kick, ah. <laughs> he'd do like a pose and his foot would be in the air. Ah. You know, at the time it was cool, but once you look back on it, it's like, man. But it was cool at the time. Yeah, I'm sure that we probably all like did that, like we do, like a punch or a kick, and then go. <laughs> I want to bring it back to let's say more modern times because, like I said, the memory is crap. So of course I have to go with Street Fighter. I know. I think I saw this movie with Joe. I can't remember, or I saw it by myself. And I tried to convince myself it was a good movie. And Joe just like, <laughs> dude, he fertilized it so bad. Like he just put fertilizer all over that movie. And I was like, no, no, it was, it was granted. Like none of the characters were right. And the story didn't make any sense. But oh, it was cool. And Joe was like, that movie sucks. <laughs> you got to remember, dude, like. Street Fighter is the reason why I dropped out of college, man. <laughs> I, I know playing Street Fighter. So I mean, and then not to mention, remember we had to wait in line because back in the day you couldn't watch a movie at six p.m. the night before it came out. We had to watch it at midnight on like a yeah. Thursday. So Friday at midnight we're watching the movie, and before that movie, we saw one of the greatest trailers. Mortal Kombat. And oh. Mortal Kombat played, and all you hear is Mortal Kombat. And then the beat kicks in. You're like, wow, this is dope. You're getting hyped up for Street Fighter, and you're just like, hmm. And I just remember we were like, I was telling you, I was like, can we go back and watch the trailer instead of this whole movie? <laughs> I mean, the only thing dope about that uh, Street Fighter movie was the video game. Because yeah. I remember How- I, me and Cream used to play the video game all the time. How are you going to inspire, you know, uh, Johnny Cage and then turn around and play Guile? 
He don't look nothing like Guile. He's not Guile, man. That was just. I I think it was uh, more money. He got oh. more money to do that instead of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, think about the art. Yeah, just imagine how different things would have been if he would have chosen Mortal Kombat. That mm-hmm. franchise. Well, I understand the franchise is they're coming out with another sequel to the second reboot, yeah. but if that first series could have kept going if they could maybe brought him into the second movie which was bad then who knows but street fighter because i know what joe's trying to do he's trying to insult it and get me off track <laughs> there were things about that movie that i like like when you look back at it it was an interesting plot and it's like oh and it had michelle yo that was cool right she was chun lee uh completely like in it okay they try to pull off their special attacks like there was a scene where michelle yo jumped flipped upside down and then did like the the tornado kick that was cool and so i thought they tried to do the signature moves and they tried to bring in a little bit of science into it like the way that blanca became blanca or dulcine was able to stretch i thought that was cool and of course you have your boy raul julia r.i.p he was like a pretty cool m bison so and I, I thought it was just cool because they tried to explain everything with science rather than just saying, just accept it, you know? So I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Raul Julia was a great actor, man. And, you know, he had the presence uh, as far as like the chops to, to act that part, but he didn't have the presence physically to be M Bison. I am M Bison in the game is a beast, man. So that was, that was a tough one for me. I was like, it's tough because it's Raul Julia and I loved him, but it's like, Oh, it's a little bit off. I got to disagree, Alfonso, because he was wearing a suit that made him look bigger. And I accept that. I accepted that from Zachary Levi and Shazam. And I was trained to accept it by Raul Julia in Street Fighter. So, uh, yeah, there's that. I Bro. disagree. Bro, Michelle Yeoh was not in that movie. <laughs> I was like, bro, he was because he was kicking out super cop with, with super cop with, um, Jackie Chan and I was like a big fan. Just she, it's Ming Na Wen from Agents of Shield that was Chung Lee. That's bro. right. That's right. Because yeah. I was like, because yeah. like I was like, there's no way they have mediocre kung fu moves in a Street Fighter movie, especially if Michelle Yeoh's in there because she could fight. I was trying to slip that in. I was like, no one's gonna fact check me. Joe fact check me. Like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I would have remembered her in that movie, bro. I'd have walked out. Nah, that's the best part of the movie. Blanca looked whack in it, too, man. I think it was a more realistic looking Blanca, and you can't say that that was bad. I think that movie was hot garbage, bro. And you know, he wanted more money from instead of Mortal Kombat, and he wasn't the main character. So that's why he didn't do it. But he'd rather go do this one, be a main character, get the money, and still make a movie that sucked. And dude, dude, bro, just because he can do kicks don't mean he's guile. Yeah, it does. It does. Guile doesn't look at him and say, Pablo Blue Fonsei. Exactly. Guy was he was he was American with a big, big old blonde flat top man that was his hair it was a signature yeah. thing how could you not have that right because it's you Jean-Claude didn't have the blonde Damme. hair you yeah, don't exactly. need it it's jean-claude van damme oh yeah you do need it actually you do need it 
you know, I, really I, feel, I feel like I'm uh, repeating what happened 20 years ago, except this time <laughs> Alfonso's chiming in. Because I came down exactly like this. I was hyped. I was like, yeah, Street Fighter. And then Joe was like, that sucked. Bro, you know, you, bad if, you know it's bad if Alfie's telling you, no. Nah. Wow. Well, it still stands in my top three, and y'all cannot take that away from me. However, there is one more movie. Uh, Joe, what do you got? I mean, to your point, before I get to this one, at least I remember what that movie was about instead of Double Team. And I thought Double Team was better, and I can't remember anything about Double Team. I just want to watch Double Team again because my I was yeah. like, is Dennis Rodman in this movie? That's what yeah. I just want to see. Yeah. Yes. But I think it's your point, he's at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cyborg, you know, same movies. I mean, they're still doing it today. World's jacked up. There's a girl that has the cure. Let's get her from point A to point B. You got a protagonist. Then you got the hero that's got to escort the, the the package to the scientist. I mean, that's, that's I mean, how long ago movie was that? Like 23 years ago, bro? And they're still doing movies exactly like that? Exactly like that, bro. Like not even, nothing's changed. Like The no, Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon. Yeah. 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 Or Last of Us, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I thought the movie was pretty cool. Good Kung Fu movie or... Uh, Kung Fu action sequences and or maybe karate. I don't even think John Claude had a lot. Because remember Steven Zagal said he was a ballerina. He's like, you guys are cheering for a ballerina. <laughs> you want you want a guy that knows this stuff? It's Jeff Speakman. Well, where's Jeff Speakman at, buddy? Hey, Jeff Speakman's my boy, dude. <laughs> I mean, he came out with one movie, Perfect Weapon. I thought actually that, that movie was pretty good. But too, he had two, and the one was so bad. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I only said one. <laughs> we don't even talk about the other one. But just speaking, yeah, I don't even a, know the other one. Just speaking does uh, American Kempo. He does the same martial arts that I do. Okay. Every time I watch that movie, I'm like, oh, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, but you'd make better movies than Jeff Speaking. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Bro, you can Photoshop a movie better than Jeff Speaking movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do get this. I was, I was talking to my instructor the other day about about that uh, about him being in that movie and everything. And he goes, he goes, yeah. He goes after that movie was released. He went to the internationals in Long Beach, and he he did that kata, and he got second place. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad, man. <laughs> I hope he never yeah. hears this because he will beat my booty. Well, you never know. Well, you know, I'll you like never send know, him dude. a copy. <laughs> <laughs> that man's got skills. Yeah, mad skills. So, Joe, I got a question because, of course, I don't remember this movie. I think I rented it on VHS, I think. Was Jean-Claude Van Damme a cyborg? Yeah, you know, I want to I remember. I want to say maybe you think he was. That's why it's called cyborg. Wait, was the girl a cyborg, the one he was transporting? <laughs> Who was the cyborg? I don't remember. Yeah, I, I was like. First of all, I was like, there ain't no Jean-Claude Van Damme movie named Cyborg. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, okay, there is. And I was like, yeah, I think that was his his big movie after Bloodsport, I want to say. Because I remember no. he came out with like No Retreat, No Surrender. Then he came out with Bloodsport. 
And then he was also in a movie called American Eagle with, um, what was his name? Shokosugi. And that's oh, yeah, American yeah. Ninja. Yeah, he was, in, he was a guy that did a lot of uh, American Ninjas movies. Or not American Ninja, but Ninja. And then I think he, that was his, one of his biggest movies that he came out with, Cyborg, I want to say. Wow. I totally missed that. That's crazy. So before we get into what we consider to be, we all agree, is the greatest uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme movie of all time. Alfonso is going to be the TMZ of the NWO by spilling the T on JCVD. Alfonso, the floor is yours. This just in. <laughs> okay, let me take you back to a time before the internet. Before the internet, somebody somewhere would create a rumor and it would go around and somehow it became God's honest truth from East Coast to West Coast. Do you, I mean, Richard Gere knows what I'm talking about. But people would say things and somehow it just became the thing. So I was curious about this because the whole thing is, oh, well, Jean-Claude Van Damme isn't a real martial artist. He was, he was a ballerina that became a martial artist because he could stretch really far and kick really far. And then I was like, you know, I remember saying that myself. And I'm like, is that true? I had to look that up. So I went down this rabbit hole on YouTube before I even got, got here. So Jean-Claude Van Damme, originally when he was young, he was taking Shotokan karate and he was learning kickboxing as well. And he actually, he, uh, he was in tournaments. He was in karate tournaments. He won 44 matches or 44 uh, first place. He lost four times. That was it. He was, uh, when he was doing kickboxing, he had 19 bouts. He won 18 of them by KO and he lost one. So he's legit. Then he joined ballet. To, to learn proper stretches, to learn how to, you know, bring his legs higher. And of course he, he enjoyed ballet. Who doesn't? I mean, I'm a man who admits I like the ballet. What? <laughs> but after that, he came back to martial arts. All right. And he, he wanted to take that extra stretchy flexibleness into the movies. And that's when he came out to America and he met Chuck Norris because he was a, a bouncer at, at Woody's, a, a restaurant that he owned in, in LA and you know he brought him in he was he he came in he became like this uh stunt guy he wasn't really a stunt coordinator but you know they would they would use him for a lot of different things finally he uh he actually got a job on the predator the movie the predator i, well, I guess the predator was after you know all his other movies but that was going to be his first big thing after uh, it was definitely after bloodsport and no retreat no surrender but his big thing was he was going to be the predator and the suit that they had was it was it was nothing like what we had what we have now. It was this weird thing where he kind of had to wear like some high heels to make it look like he had that horse hoof foot. Um, and he they wanted to do all this acrobatic stuff, and he couldn't do that stuff without hurting himself. So he just bowed out. He got out of that, and then they changed the costume. And Predator went on to be one of the best action movies ever. So you know, there's that that rumor that Jean Claude Van Damme was nothing more than a ballerina that turned martial artist which still mad respect if he did, but he was actually a martial artist who pursued ballet. Interesting. Yeah. I, I feel like Steven Seagal, cause you mentioned Steven Seagal said he was a ballerina. He's like the 50 cent of martial artists. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's always has beef with everybody. everybody. Like we talked about the expendables, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, everybody's been in that franchise like wesley snipes 
don't even think Wesley Snipes is like an action star. Mel Gibson, so-so, but no Steven Seagal? Psh, dude, he, he just always, he like, just much like 50 Cent, he'll find some old stuff and bring it up <laughs> just to make you look bad, put it out there. But I mean, hey, you know what? If, if Steven Seagal is, uh, I'm sorry, if Jean-Claude Van Damme, if he is a legit martial artist, that's cool. Now, as far as Predator goes, why was he uh, not selected? Well, he was selected, and he the costume that they had for him. I don't you have a clip of that? What that looks like? As a matter uh, of fact, I might. Yeah, it, it was too constrictive, and they needed him to be able to do a lot of um, a lot of acrobatic stunts, and he couldn't move in that, and he, he was afraid that he was going to hurt himself. And he was like, they had the the feet that he stood in were almost like high heels, and they had him up on his toes. And he's just like, I can't do this, man. I can't do it. So he he got out of that. And uh, oh man, he, he tore Carl Weathers' hand off, <laughs> like in uh, Happy Gilmore. No, no. Look at he's missing an arm there. It's the Predator logo. No, but above the Predator logo, his arm is gone. No, it's yeah, not his arm. Yeah, his arm's gone. Dude. I I saw it in another picture too. Yeah, his arm's gone. That was, remember, his arm got ripped off, and he was shooting with the other hand. And then, and okay, then, okay, I see it now. I, and, I had to blow it up. Okay, see how it's right more how to play logo? <laughs> Okay, wow. Maybe the Predator universe and the Happy Gilmore universe are inter intertwined. <laughs> it's all one. That's the story I'm telling. <laughs> Just like, so, is there any other JCVDT you need to cover, Alfonso? JCVD, Jean Claude Van Damme. Uh, the original predator, do 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 do. Well, he was he was a dancer in breaking. I brought that up earlier. His first starring role was No Retreat, No Surrender. Yep, that's pretty much it. And then okay. my theory is that the Legionnaire later on became Lionheart. Oh, I totally believe that too. <laughs> totally believe that. So I'm gonna move on. We're gonna move on collectively. We were like, look, we we can't do like top three because we all know what the greatest jcvd movie is of all time so we're just like number one is a given and so that's why we have three and then we have this movie because like everybody knows what it is it's just my boy frank dukes who was also accused of being a fraud and he gave us blood sport alfonso why don't you uh tell us your your thoughts on blood sport Bloodsport is like one of my top 10, easily top 10 action movies ever. Um, this movie, you know, Frank Dukes, he was in the military. He's He was trained a long time ago in the art of what was it, ninjutsu or something. But anyways, there's this tournament, this kumite that came around once in a lifetime. And he had an opportunity to fight in it. And he tried to get a, he tried to get time off of the military. They wouldn't let him. He's like, okay, that's cool. And he like bounces. He goes AWOL. And the whole time he's going, Forrest Whitaker was one of the agents, either FBI or CIA agents that was chasing him down. I remember that now. Um, and he's chasing him to the, the streets of what, Thailand or Bangkok or whatever. And he got away and then he got involved with the Kumite. He met up with, from Revenge of the Nerds, um, Ogre. And uh, yeah, that's, they, they got together, you know, training montages, whatever. Dude, this movie had everything, everything. It had, it had my boy Paco, the Mexican TIE fighter, man. I remember for a, while, a long time I was walking around like, come on, bring it on, bring it on. <laughs> that was my move. 
That was your move. That was your move. So <clears throat> let me jump into um, an important part for me. So let's see here. Bloodsport, did anyone train him? No, uh, because he had already – well, did they have flashbacks to his training sequence? I don't think so. Because, yeah, he was – I think, no, they had a few flashbacks. They did because he was remembering as a kid being trained because this is why he was going to go fight that fight. Was this the one where there was another kid and that kid died so he had to go fight the Kumite? Like the 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 teacher had a son and he brought he t- he brought him along to teach him martial arts mm-hmm. because his son needed a dummy. And then the son wasn't as good as him and eventually he like shunned the son and he actually had the Was that the was that this Jean-Claude Van Damme movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So pretty so yeah. pretty much John Van Van Damme as a kid was trying to steal some food and then <sighs> the son beat him up. And then the dad's all, hey, you know, like took him under his wing and then they both like met his parents and stuff and they trained him to be a student. And then his, uh, they became like brothers and then his brother died in um, the Kumite. Yeah. And so he asked his sensei if he can represent them, you know, their family in the Kumite. And so that's why he was like AWOL and to go do this tournament. Yeah, because that family had an outstanding invitation for the Kumite. Mm-hmm. Nice. Joe just broke it down. Uh, I just remember that's like one of the only ones I remember. (laughs) Don't be asking me about double team, though. (laughs) Double double team in basketball? Oh, yeah, that's when two guys try to double team one guy dueling the ball. (laughs) PG-13. It's not that kind of show, Alfonso. (laughs) However, Jean-Claude does have a sex scene in every movie, so I don't know. Um, So... Does Forrest Whitaker count as an old black guy trying to help out Jean-Claude Van Damme? No, because he's trying to take him down, man. He's trying to take him down. But at the end of the movie, him and the old white guy, so it's kind of like it's an amalgam of of the old black guy character. There was an old (laughs) white guy, and there was the black guy, and they together at the end of the movie agreed to help Frank Dukes, right? Sure, sure. (laughs) Okay. Oh, man. One of my favorite things in this movie, though, is when, um, like, the people, because he's white, they're like, we don't believe you're part of this clan. And he goes, if you are, you show me the Denmark, the death touch. And they had a stack of bricks, man. And Van Damme's like, all right. And he's like, yeah, boom. And he smacks them. And not one of the bricks break except for the very bottom one that just explodes. I'm like, dude, you're you're skipping the step, dude. Because you remember he was like, which one you want? And you remember, I think I want to, I think I want to say, it's like, Young said, the bottom one. Right, and then right. that's when he said, it. and then he's like, "All right," and then he just bam, he hits the bricks, and then it's only the bottom one that cracks. Because he thought he was going to break them, he wanted to bring them all to all mm-hmm. to the bottom, and he's like, "No, nah, mm-hmm. just break the bottom." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything about that movie was just classic. Now, another question: Is that the movie where he jumps over a car? Ooh. See, I don't think I don't there's a reason so. for him to no. jump over the car. I don't. I don't, I think, associate... so. I don't think so. On this one, nah. See, I didn't think so either. It could have been if he did, it would have been at the beginning when he was going AWOL because there was a chasing there, and I believe, and then there was a chasing in like Bangkok where he's going over rickshaws and junks and whatever. I think you're right. He jumps like a Ferrari. Yeah, I think that had to have been at the beginning then. Okay. I was talking with Joe earlier. I was like, was that the one where he takes the motorcycle and he jumps over over the fence and he lands and the stuntman busted his face open because he let la- no that that was American Ninja. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, see, you guys got everything confused with American Ninja. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) One thing about 
kickboxer is and this is somewhat unrelated but it's, it's a jcvd movie it's a alan and joe story <laughs> one time joe and i like i wanted to see the quest real bad which was a movie <laughs> written by jean-claude van damme which is it's a total blood sport ripoff Total. and it was so bad it was in the theaters for like one week and then like all the theaters stopped showing it so i'm like hey joe let's go see this movie and joe was like i is never that the heard quest? of this movie. yes is that the quest where you been bro bro yeah. and we went to fallbrook you know we don't go to fallbrook man remember i was like bro we don't go there dude he goes it's different i'm like bro they don't like us there no, no, I mean it was different because I wanted to see a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. No, no, I mean you were like, bro, it's just a movie. We're good. we will be in and out. I don't know. You convinced me to go to that movie, man. Yeah, man. We we pretty much uh risked our lives in one of the most racist towns, I'll say mm -hmm. in California. Um yeah, at the time, at least in Southern I'm sure California. It's different. Yeah, I'm sure it's different now, but at the time. Yeah. At the time, at the time, yeah, it's very different now. It's been like 20 years ago. I said that about mm -hmm. everything. It could be like a movie that came out in 1970. I'll be like, oh, that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a horrible movie. It was a total ripoff of Bloodsport. Mm -hmm. And we ventured into uh dangerous territory just to watch it. So yeah. I think it was just yeah, we kept talking about we're like, is this Bloodsport 2? I wonder why they never made a Bloodsport 2 and just called it the quest. It would have been like, oh, I, I think there was one in the works, and and um, and there was like I saw an article that I didn't really watch it, but Van Damme was all crying about it that they didn't do it. Wow, well, it's he made the quest and that ruined it for everybody. So the quest is like it's a hundred and ten percent just, it's just old timey blood sport. It's so bad, terrible. Because then yeah. it also had um, the dude from James Bond. What was his name? Moore Timothy Dalton, Roger Moore. You had Roger Moore. Yeah. Roger Moore. Yeah. Roger Moore. Yeah. Yeah. And that gave Even me James hope. Bond couldn't send that. Yeah. Could not save that. But you know, getting back on that blood sport tip, I didn't see it in the theaters. Once again, it was a VHS rental, and it was just one of those movies where I was like, "Wow, this Duke's guy is pretty cool." And like that made me want to go out and learn martial arts. I was always interested because of Bruce Lee, but man, that made me want to go out and learn martial arts. And the name, I mean, the name alone. Yeah. Dokes number one. Dokes. Dokes number one. You feel good, Dokes? You feel good? Dokes number one. I got money, Dokes. <laughs> Oh man, let's talk the bad guy, dude. What was his name? Chun was it Chun Li or Chong Li? I just remember when, I, when Street Fighter came out, I'm like, isn't that the guy from, from Bloodsport? Chong Li. Oh, yeah, this this guy, Bolo. Bolo that's what we know him as. Yeah. If sure, whatever character he was, like he was a buff yeah. Asian dude, and mm -hmm. he just looked like he could smash you. <laughs> Easily. Yeah, whatever whatever movies he was in, my mom used to love him. Rest in peace, moms. She used to um. Like it when he'd flex his muscles up before yeah. um what's that brother's name, dude? He always does it all the time. Big buff brother. I can't remember his name. Terry Cruz. Before Terry Cruz was doing oh, right. 
the booby uh, Bolo Young was was the first one to do it, and then when he would blow his nose like twice, like on each nostril, he he would blow each side out. She just always would start laughing. It's not rockets. Yeah, <laughs> you remember he's like he's like you broke my record. I break now. I, he's all you, you break record. Now I break you. <laughs> Wasn't that also the one he says? What did he say? He said, "Bricks don't hit Bach or something like that." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's bricks, bricks don't hit back. <laughs> and then he had to cheat, carry around salt in his friggin' belt just to throw in Frank Duke's eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just thinking about like his character, it was like he was so big. I'm like, this guy really has to cheat. You know, but I guess that's the whole point, right? Is Frank yeah. Dukes was just that good. He was just breaking such, all his records. Yeah, he's just such a classic. So, yeah, definitely. Any other, Alfonso, check this out. Any mm-hmm. other notable mentions? <laughs> <laughs> Any other notable mentions? So, let's see. Uh, Ogre, Ogre from, um, from Revenge of the Nerds. I don't remember what his name was in this, but he was just like this big, beefy looking wrestler guy. And he was always doing the, like the two handed over to, over the heads, you know, just, just smashing guys left and right, throwing them out of the ring. Uh, didn't you, was there a sumo guy in that too? Question for you, Alfonso, real quick. Yes, Did he get his back hurt as well? Did he get his back broken? Yeah. Yeah. Bolo, Bolo Young took him out, dude. That's when he goes, you broke my record. I break your friend. Now I break you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that was basically exactly the same as uh kickboxer. Yes. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> the, the sumo fighter, though. The sumo fighter fought uh, the... What you say his name was? Paco? Polo? Paco, yeah. He fought him, right? No, yeah. was it the African guy that basically fought monkey style? Oh, dude, that guy was so... He didn't even like, smack him on top of the head like he was yeah. breaking up coconut. He's like, bam! Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> that guy was so sweet. Yeah. And was there yeah, that movie's just this? classic. No, I would no... say anybody who has not watched Bloodsport of all the Jean-Claude Van Damme movies you would want to watch, I would say that would be the one that would most impress people. Like, I'll say 30 years later, it still stands the test of time. Yes, sir. Well, we have run down quite a few movies, everything from Cyborg to Bloodsport to Time Cobb, to The Expendables, to No Retreat, No Surrender. And that brings us to the end of this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds redefined. Booyah!